I mean, I think it's going to be downhill from the moment I start my embarrassing story, but it's bad. I'm so oh, excited for I think it's already story. going downhill. <laughs> I think we peaked, like, right at the beginning when we weren't saying anything. And now In it's just, like... moment of silence. <laughs> moment of silence. Now it's just... It's been... It's on its way down. Yeah. Like, we're about to hit the bottom, and then it'll just flatline. Okay. So, yep. at least at least that expectation's been set. Cheers. Cheers for the start. Cheers to that. I, I'm like I'm like looking at your glass. It's so big, and it's so, so much lower than ours, but it probably has the same amount. It's just giant, and I'm just like, damn, I I girl. Like, I was like, damn, this is not that like stressful. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You've been gone. You've been gone for like two months. Yeah, two months. You've been gone for two months, and, and that's that's your intro. You didn't know how to say hi. No, I've lost like all of my social abilities. They don't say hi in Morocco. No, they just scream at each other. Yeah, <laughs> they squawk. <laughs> they squawk. Wait, you say in Arabic salam? But they salam. scream it at each other. Salam, salam. <laughs> 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 oh, oh gosh okay um hello you know for normal hello <laughs> welcome to episode 23 holy shit yeah you a missed out on a lot yeah you've been gone i've been since you've been gone <laughs> um what a bop <laughs> what a bop <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you already getting into this nineties nineties group. Bop. Kids kids bop. Kids, kids bop. <laughs> no, that's what I call music. <laughs> 20, 20, 28. I think it's on like thirty five. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that. Yeah, it's on like thirty five or something. Oh, that's um, insane. Okay. Welcome to Better Left Unsaid. Ooh, what are we doing? Juggle the tits. <laughs> that's odd for you to do. They're mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Get yourself together. <laughs> Give me a minute. Give me a minute. That start. This the, the intro was funnier than I thought it would be. <laughs> okay. Um, we want to welcome back Cynthia. It's me. We're glad I you're back from the dead. <laughs> I just don't want, I'm like right in front of the microphone, so I feel like if I clap really loud, it's too much noise. We're glad you're back from the dead. I'm glad I'm back from the dead. I was dead for a long time. How was hell? <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Fiery. Yeah, hot. I'm surprised you I didn't get tan. more. I, well, I'm surprised you didn't get more of a tan. That's I thought true. you'd come back a little bit more singed. <laughs> <laughs> I just carry this scent of burning. Everywhere I go, I was like, hey, what you is know, that? they oh. have like a new like campfire candle that I want really bad. I don't like I the can't smell get... of campfire. Yeah, like so you just don't want fire. Yeah, you just don't fire. No, but okay, if you if you light like a fire, a fire <laughs> of like I don't know, so like a wood fire. Yeah, a wood yeah, fire. Okay. If you if you light a fire of people, I, it's notable that it does not mm-hmm. smell good. No, that's fair. That's fair. I've seen these little incense packs where they're made out of different types of wood, and so they're supposed to give different campfire-like experiences. 
experience. Yeah, they'll, they'll have one where it's like Elm or one that's Pine. It's Elm experience. experience 3000. Elm experience. <laughs> that's so funny. Journey into the scent of Elm. <laughs> we also wanted to welcome our guest, Maria. Hi. Good morning. To us. To us. <laughs> Whenever this is coming out. Not to Love y'all, <laughs> just to us. Not, not to any of the listeners, just to me and Cynthia. Yes. Good morning to you, too. <laughs> wait, so, to, wait, what? To both of you, good morning. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, okay thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, so, what are we talking about today? We're talking about, first, Maria's going to tell us her embarrassing story. Yes. Traditions, yes. And tradition. then we'll get into 90s fashion slash just 90s. Very fun. It's more just 90s in general. Yeah, more just 90s. I feel like we're all wearing very 90s. I don't know if not this me. is 90- well, I feel like this could be 90s. We were talking about fashion, and I was like, what's the craziest fashion item that I have? And that's probably this one. Because I, mean, I, I mine, always... is a, mine is a sparkly gold dress, so. <laughs> I've... You can go put it on. I mean, I could, but I need someone to help me zip, zip it up. Oh, <laughs> There's enough people here. Yeah. That's true. We'll no, get, I'm we'll not going to do that. It's really hot. Um. Okay, so... I was telling Zach and Cynthia that on my way here, I had a story in mind, and then I was thinking of other very embarrassing moments in my life, and I've come to realize that I'm not someone who gets easily embarrassed unless there's, like, some element of a sexual tone involved, (laughs) which is really awkward. So I feel like embarrassing sex stories are always, they always have a hint of gross. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it... This one isn't gross. This one's just like flat out embarrassing. So I'm going to give some context for this. Um, I'm a student at college and I don't live in an apartment like year round. I live at the dorms just so that um, I don't have to drive back and forth in traffic every day because that's dangerous. and Yeah, it's terrible. It's awful. Living that adult life. Yeah. Really? Can I just not? Yeah, basically. I'm Cynthia, I'm just not. I'm done. Bye. I'm done. <laughs> bye. Stop it. Okay, bye. Goodbye, Zach. <laughs> oh my god. You're going to miss the story, though. Don't mind me. I'm walking away. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the one downside to that is the fact that I am constantly living in a state of being prepared to move at any point. Like, I don't own a lot. And then on top of that, I'm very efficient when it comes to packing. And I'm constantly, like, packed. Did you ever watch Doomsday uh, Preppers? Yes. They always had their go bags. Basically, oh. me. Are there what, what was the there was a name for it? There, uh, like a grab bag or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It had it had an actual name. They did, but it was essentially like they're if anything happens, if shit hits the fan, they're yeah, ready to go. They, they yeah. had a bag. They always had a bag packed, and. I like they do like test nights. They do like drills. <gasps> I saw. I remember. I don't know if it was Doomsday Packers. Is it but... called Bug Out Bag? Bug Out Bag. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, what? The that's it. Fuck is it? Yes, um, it's a Bug Out Bag. I saw one where it was like a family in Southern Africa. Yeah, South Africa, and they were worried that like the black people were gonna come in and like kill all the white people it was horribly racist oh no and so like they would they in their community of like overly racist white people (laughs) (laughs) so washington dc right now yeah basically (laughs) they would they would do those like routine trials where they would essentially like pack their gardens they would pack their chickens and they would like go out 
to the middle of nowhere. And they would, like, practice that every few months. It was crazy. Wow. No, so, like, similar to that, but less racist. <laughs> um, there was there was this, like, paralegal mm-hmm. who lived in Washington, D.C. It was an episode of Doomsday Preppers. She lived in Washington, D.C. And her house was just full of, like, industrial-sized things. So, like, right, yeah. water, cans of of food non-perishables things like that and she lived within like sight of uh congress oh and so she was always like in the in the episode she was like yeah whenever everything goes downhill i'll be the first to know (laughs) oh my god that's great um but yeah so i i'm very much like that that I everything's constantly like organized and packed and storage is like a big thing for me. And another thing about my life is that I am bisexual and currently I'm dating a man, but in the past I've dated a woman and along with that that I have certain things in my possession that are related to that. And I, my parents know, but I don't like rub it in their faces a lot. And as a like they in turn make sure not to like admonish me publicly or make me feel like shit because of it even though they do know but i was packing up this past may to go back home once the semester finished and in a rush i just like threw everything into the car there was like a giant storm coming in and i needed to leave before a certain hour so that i wouldn't be caught in the rain Mm -hmm. moving everything to my car so i get home and i'm exhausted just because i've I've loaded everything in the matter of like two hours and then i drove home hurriedly and i get home my mom Looks at me, she's like, hey, she's like, go upstairs, like, relax, don't worry about it. We'll deal with the car and all of the things in the car oh, later. <laughs> I was like, okay, mom, sounds great. Like, I'm just going to go shower and then go to sleep because I'm exhausted. So I wake up the next morning and I was going to go hang out with some friends now that, like, the summer had officially started. And she's like, yeah, just, like, don't worry about it. Um, They're going to come pick you up. So, like, we'll see each other later. I was like, great. So I go hang out with my friends. They drop me off back at home. And I look in my car as I'm going through the garage, and my car is completely empty. Oh, my like, God. my mother unloaded everything. Wow. What the fuck? Everything. Wow. And now, I, it's, no, it's not in, like, it's not in the entry hall, either. It's not, like, out of the car. It's, like, unloaded and packed away. And so I go upstairs, and I go into my closet, and, like, hanging on one of the little um, hooks is not only my full body latex outfit, yes. it, it's also my strap on. Maria! <laughs> living! Living! Living and living! <laughs> it gets worse. Which I don't <laughs> So I'm freaking out, literally freaking the fuck out. Oh my god. Because on the scale of bad to worse, a latex outfit to me is bad, and a strap-on is badder. Yeah. But those are two things that I feel like I could easily explain away. Uh, No. (laughs) Wait, what? I don't think my mom would know what a strap-on is. I could just be like, oh, it's something, you know? like I could a joke. I I I could explain that away. But there was something in my position that I definitely cannot explain away, and that is the giant Hitachi wand that I own. 
And sure enough, I'm like, where the fuck is it? I can't find it anywhere in any of my drawers. It's nowhere to be found. Did my mother toss it? Like, what is happening right now? So enlighten me one and probably the listeners. The viewers. What is a Hitachi wand? Enlighten the, the, the Netherlands. Enlighten the Enlighten the whole of the UK. Please. So for the viewers and listeners that don't know what a Hitachi wand is, it is actually, um, it's also known as like, the magic body one, I think was it, its original name when it came out. And imagine like a body massager, but it's very clearly that it's not for your body. It's for like, if you're going to masturbate. Oh. So it's like very big. Like it's like this big. I'm, I'm okay. We're going to. Oh gonna, my goodness. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's giant. It's, it's a giant thing. And it comes with one setting wild. And then the other one, which is like insanity. <laughs> <laughs> They should have it in like ever. They should have it in like in scale of like the amount of screaming. Yeah. Like seriously, pass me. I'm gonna pull up the photo of what it looks like just so you can have the visual. It's not. It's not gross or anything. Okay. I hope you know we're probably gonna post this photo. That's that's fine. 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 No, my purse is over the round one. That's fine. Oh, that's so embarrassing. You guys, you guys are just like. So we're going to go with it. So it's called, I think the original name, like I said earlier, was like the Magic Body Wand. And then mm-hmm. after that, they, I think they got... Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a wild or insane time. I think they got, I don't want to say sued, but I think they had some legal issues and they had to change the company name. Mm. So now it's called the Hitachi. It's Hitachi. It's the name of the Japanese company, I think. It's Hitachi. Mm. So it's the Hitachi Magic Wand. I'm you, Japanese people... They go hard. They like they don't Shit. touch each other in public, <laughs> but in private, <laughs> they go hard. So this thing Catch sells. This thing Hitachi Magic Wand Authentic Version ah! sells <laughs> sells for fifty four dollars on Amazon. Apparently, no Amazon. This one's Walmart. Walmart for forty four dollars. <laughs> <Walmart! laughs> for forty four freedom bucks. Oh, I know what that is. Wait, freedom. Bucks? That's what it looks oh, like. Oh, I've seen that. It's giant, oh, though. Oh, I didn't know it's, the name of it. It's really yeah, big. I've seen it, but I, I didn't know it was a... What is it? Hitachi? Hitachi Magic Wand is what it's called. <laughs> a girl's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was diamonds. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, no, as you can see, diamonds. it's not small. Like, it comes... It's it's hilarious, too, because most of these are, like, like when you find a, a masturbator... Thing, like a vibrator they normally come with batteries this one no this one is so powerful it comes with <laughs> a plug that's how heavy duty it is it comes <laughs> it comes with a plug that you plug into the wall because a battery is not enough to supply the power that it uses imagine if you lived in a place with plugs in like really just like very like, like inconvenient yeah, yeah, places yeah. so you had to just you like had to go where the plug was, Basically. or get an extension cord. No, no, no. That's that's very much how it it's works. Like, honey, the is plug- that the blender? No. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Imagine if it made that sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so. Good. So I'm freaking out because I can't find it anywhere, and I. I mean, that's something, again, it's very hard to unexplain away. You clearly plug it in and turn it on, and it's vibrating like crazy. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's for your back. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm, sure. So, so, anyway, I'm freaking out, 
And I finally opened up one drawer in my room, in my closet. And under, it's not even at the top. It's like under some blankets my mother has chosen to hide it, wrapped up neatly with the cord tucked in. And I'm just like, I cannot show my face in this house ever again. Okay. Honestly, honestly, though, playing devil's advocate, I kind of, I feel like your mother probably could have seen it as, oh, this is a very private thing, and I should probably put it somewhere private. You know, okay, if if I was in the place of your mother and, like, I was doing the nice act of, like, let me put away her thing. She's very tired. She doesn't want to get back and, like, organize everything, yeah. right? Because you're, really, like, exhausted. But if I would have seen that, like, all in the process, seeing your, your full latex, like, yeah. bodysuit, and then the strap on, and then the wand, I would have been like, no, shit's going back in the boxes. She yeah, could put up her exactly. own shit. <laughs> like, that's the like, thing. I don't yeah. want her to reload, know that I Reload know. the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest part because I remember, like, I was, le- I knew that those things were in the car, and so I knowingly told my mother, "Mom, don't, don't touch my stuff. Like, I'll come back and I'll do it. I promise you, it'll get done in a timely manner." And sure enough, she did it. And I don't know if it was the embarrassment of her finding those things, but sure enough, she did not say a word. She About just, it. she just, the only thing she, I remember her saying was, "Oh, I organized your room. Did you like where I put everything?" And I was just like, mm-hmm, "Thanks, mom." <laughs> Okay. As a gay man and having had oh, dealings so with vibrators, um, I do admit hiding things is kind of tricky sometimes. So hard. Kind of tricky. And I'd always, so it's like if you ever go to a clinic and get tested for STDs. Right. Um, Everyone should do that. Yes. PSA. Do it. <laughs> do it biannually. Yes. Or more. I, I do it quarterly. Depending on your sex. Your Google, your Google calendar. If you are anyone in a high risk situation, get on prep. Okay, get on prep. They test you quarterly, and it's all very nice. But back to the funny stuff. Um, I, I would. They'd always give you like a paper bag full of condoms. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So somewhere I, I've misplaced it since then. Um, there is a paper bag full of condoms and a vibrator. <laughs> so s- somewhere it's not at my parents' house. I know that. But Watch it is, and it's just sitting in a drawer. They never open <laughs> under the blankets. Yeah. They're like, mm, we're, "This is going to be here for him whenever he needs it." Little Zach <laughs> has his little, private little thing. Zach, little Zach, baby Zach. I f- I feel like we've all had sort of embarrassing stories where our parents found things that they. We wish I've they like, I've, added. I've hid, like, lube and, like, birth control and... I think that's about it. Mm. But, like, my parents didn't find it because they don't usually, like, go through my stuff. It was, like, in my drawers, like, deep in my drawers. I had to hide tampons for my mom. She doesn't like Aww. that I wear No, my tampons. mom's... I think that's just Latin moms. Yeah, like... Yeah. So, I've hidden that, too, but they're, like, in my drawer, like, where my shorts are or whatever. But I share a room with my sister. Aww. So, like, I think she found the lube that I was hiding one time because it was like not in the place that I remember I put it in and it was like it was like tucked away somewhere and I was like I didn't put it this way so I was like um I think maybe she saw this but she never mentioned a word about it so I was like "Mm, good better that we just not mention it yeah no I was so when I was probably 11 or 12 we had a computer 
with a uh, light dial-up. Oh, yeah. You know, with a, yeah, yeah, all of that shit. And I had recently started looking at porn, yeah. which, I mean, is usual Fair. for 11 or 12-year-olds. I was not looking at lady porn. I was st- I was already by then being like, I don't like lady bits, so I'm going to look at boy bits. Um, I don't like lady bits. Oh. And uh, I did not know how to delete history. Aww. So my parents... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my parents sat me down. It was like early one morning. It was like middle of the morning. My parents like sat me down and they're like, are you, are you confused? Are you curious? Or what's, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Aww. Like sobbing. Yeah. Sobbing. Aww. Yeah. I love when my parents find things like that. <laughs> You're just curious. Right. And now I, I am. Y- y'all get like spam emails with like obviously like phishing things. Yes. Where it's like it's looking for information. Oh yeah, yeah. I've gotten one twice where it's like it's like oh we have compromising photos of you uh that we took from your camera whenever you're like we're on this site or whenever like, you were on this yeah. site or whatever. And I'm like reading it and I'm like. No, you can't get into an iPhone. <laughs> you can't do that. No, you can't. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> okay. That was a very good embarrassing story. Thank you. Was... That was one of the, my favorite ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's what I was saying that, like, I was trying to think. I mean, I have other embarrassing moments, but all the ones that I could think of were, like, in some way sexual and and it's just like terrible but then that one i'm pretty sure i blocked out of my brain for like no yeah you have to yeah <laughs> it was just so bad yeah i yeah i don't know most of i feel like there's a lot of embarrassing sexual stories that for me are more like like 40 year old version mm. where it's like he accidentally kicks someone in the face or something like that Break some girl's nose or something. I feel like in general, those are more my embarrassing sexual stories versus being found with a strap on and <laughs> latex, latex suit and all that fun stuff. But now it's time to get to our theme, which is the nineties, the nineties, which is like coming back into style. Yeah, yeah, like hardcore. I, I love nineties fashion. Like, I go to thrift stores to try and find, like, things from the 90s. Or, like, potentially. Like, oh, I've 90s. been, like, Urban Outfitters. Super, super popular. I went to Urban Outfitters. Oh, yeah. Uh, they last have, weekend. They have so many 90s things. Yeah. It's, but they oversell, like, over, over yeah. price it. Yeah. yeah, it's very, it's very, I don't know. I feel like it's changed a lot since the last time I went. Mm-hmm. Like, I walked in and I was like, I don't want any of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think having grown up in the 90s, I don't want to wear the 90s anymore. <laughs> um, But what would y'all say was y'all's favorite part of the 90s? Well, <laughs> I was born in 98. Yeah. So, so I only had... Screaming and crying and pooping. Two years, so <laughs> shitting my pants 
was my favorite part. I feel like I'm probably the only one of us that actually remembers the 90s. I remember it kind of, but then again, I also have, and this was what I tell everyone whenever they bring up 90s things, is that I moved to the U.S. when I was four, and it was 2000. So, like, my version of the 90s, while still being kind of on par with other kids' versions of the 90s, was also slightly different and also very, very, mm-hmm. like, Hispanic. That's also That's fair. Yeah, so, so there were certain shows that, like, I watched and that other people watched, but my version was with Spanish like dubbed yeah and then there's and then there's shows that for example were shown on international disney or international nick that american kids don't know but whenever i meet someone who grew up in the 90s who wasn't american they know those shows that i'm talking about yeah yeah so it's just like i have a slightly different perspective on the 90s in that regard Mm -hmm. yeah but i i mean i love the 90s what was your favorite part uh i think for me my favorite 90s was just like all the foods like like the kids snacks that i would eat as a child gushers yeah like like gushers i mean there's also like the um the the scooby-doo little gummies yes the scooby-doo gummies those always had the best taste And the Scooby one was mm-hmm. the, the blue one. The blue one. That looks like, that's like the shaggy one. That's the shaggy thing. was like orange, I think. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like shaggy. Um, was it Happy Meals? That was when Happy Meals were like legit Happy Meals. They came yeah, in the yeah. box with like the smiley face on it. Yeah, it felt like more. Food. My cup was probably because we were kids. But it felt like it felt huge. huge. So for me, my favorite food, I pulled it up just so that y'all can look at it as well. Were freaking Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. I would eat like ten Dunkaroos in a day if my mother did not stop me. They were just just like looking at it now. They look absolutely disgusting. Yeah, like that frosting. <laughs> it looks so gross. The frosting is very gross. But like this, the fact that it had sprinkles and the like, healthy made Dunkaroo dip and chicken cookies. Like this, these were so popular. Like so, so popular. It yeah. reminds me of uh, fun, uh, fun dip. Yeah, it was basically yeah, funfetti fun dip. dip. I'm like having fun dip. Like as an adult, I had it like probably a year ago. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It doesn't taste like anything to me anymore. Well, like it, like you get a taste, but like you get the flavor, but then the like dipper is so huge and yeah. so chalky. Yeah, yeah. That oh, it's like you're talking about like the the powder, not like funfetti cream. No, no, you're talking no. about the powder. Yeah, 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 powder. yeah. So it's like you have this huge. It was probably like as long as a finger. Yeah, it's like a extruded twi- thumb, like <laughs> twice, like twice as thick. Yeah. And you like you're supposed to dip it into the powder and then eat it. And I'm just like the stick never tasted good. Yeah, no, it never tasted good. Like the moment you're out of the powder, you're like, yeah, and you just you're throw like, away the stick. <laughs> I think the fun part was just getting your mouth to be different colors. Yeah, mm. but you can do that with like pixie sticks. Were also, yeah. I mean, we've spoken yes. about how like pixie sticks and. Fun dip are basically the exact same thing, but just like one oh, has a are. stick. No, they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Like full on. It's so. Was it the guy who created Pixie Sticks was actually trying to create Kool Aid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ended up making Pixie Sticks because kids were eating. I would eat the, the Kool Aid just like like dip eating my the. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> they they were. And then he also created Fun Dip, 
because it was like, oh, a different way to eat it and yeah, yeah. a better way to charge for it. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite part were the cartoons. Yeah. The cartoons. I was going to say TV. Did you see that, um, I think it's coming up in August. They're going to be releasing Modern uh, Rock Rock of Modern, Modern Life. Yeah, on yes. Netflix. And I'm just so excited for that. Where it's like, it's so it's the movie. Yeah. It's the movie where it, they uh, bring him into the 2000s. Exactly. And he like fights for his show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that. And Hey Arnold yeah. was mm-hmm. a big one. Rugrats. Yeah. Rugrats was great. Rugrats was huge. They always make fun of me because I was like, my name is like a doll. Mm, yeah. Cynthia. Yeah. Cynthia! Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you... I hear Cynthia, like, I always think of the song, like, Cynthia, she's a really cool dancer. <laughs> like, from the show. <laughs> yeah. That's just great, too. Are you gonna, you should dress as Cynthia for Halloween. Halloween. Oh, that'd be Who so are funny. You? I'm Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia! <laughs> have, y'all, have y'all seen, like, the real Cynthia? Like, Oh, what she was supposed, supposed to look like. Yeah. Like, she's full on supposed to be a Barbie with, like, long blonde hair. But she just got mushed and, like, pulled in everything. Like, oh, God. Well, Angelica. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. It looks like a dog tried to, like, munch her head off. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I should have chosen, <laughs> chosen the wording better. <laughs> Um, because I definitely typed do? in something and it pulled up a bunch of porn. Um, what did you type? Because she was so fucked up. I said, unfucked up, Cynthia. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Just put, like, original Cynthia doll regrets. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? This isn't that. <laughs> this isn't the porn episode. Yep. Let me see. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful head of hair. I feel like she was kind of spacey. Spacey is in like, well, like, like, like spacey was kind of a thing because, like, during that time because like Jetson. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I thought you meant like ditzy spacey. Oh no, no, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know her. <laughs> um, Maybe no, but like, I feel like futuristic sort of clothing were all like sort of hoopy. Mm-hmm. It's like hoops. Did you ever watch Xenon? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So good. I feel like the Disney movies that finished, like, they were more in the 2000s, but I just remember them so vividly. For example, um, My Date with the President's Daughter. That one was super. Yeah. And then also, for example, another one that I remember was like Smart House. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's going more into 2000s. But yeah. I mean, Xenon was 1999. Oh, was it? I yeah. thought it was 2000. No, they. So it's. Xenon Girl, the 21st century. Oh, okay. So it's like right oh. on the cusp of 2000 um, that they were they were doing that. That one was yeah. good. Oh, oh, it had like, Raven Simonier. <laughs> the hit, Kristen Storms. A lot of like memories. Mm-hmm. Memories. Oh. oh my gosh. Now that you mention it, I think Xenon was like the very first in like that series of Disney live action movies that they came out with. They had that. Uh, they had... Like even Stevens, even Stevens, yeah, even Stevens. Um, I was like looking through Disney '90s movies, and one of them was Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah, <laughs> did you seen Muppet Treasure yeah, Island? I did. All right, so growing up, I had a VHS tape of Muppet mm-hmm. Treasure Island, but the first like twenty minutes were just never recorded. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it always gets to the part where they're right about to go on their journey Mm -hmm. and all the music starting. And I'm just like, yes. So I watched it whenever I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what is this? What's going on? There's this whole like 20 minute portion that I've never seen before. That's hilarious. It's cute. The one that I would like, I being born in 1996, I feel like it also is really interesting because like my favorite disney movie is hercules yes because like that came out right like around the time that i was born so i watched it so much mm-hmm. and then like for my brother because he was born in 94 his i think is I don't remember, but his is like another one that just like i think that depending on when you were born as well like yeah, i mean your favorites come out and yeah like my brother's is like the lion king yeah lion king for me and pocahontas that's yeah. like the one my brother liked. And that was uh, 1993. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pocahontas was ni- 1995. When was Lion King? I feel like Lion King was later in the 90s. Oh, 1994. Never mind. Yeah. I yeah. think that one was the one that my brother liked was Lion King mm-hmm. and Pocahontas as well. I'm surprised that Lion King came before Pocahontas. I feel like their animations were just reversed. I remember reading an interesting story, but I don't remember exactly all the details. It was talking about how, like, the Lion King was the B-team to Toy Story, I think. And how, like, all of the head animators went to, like, work at, like, on... Pixar. Maybe it wasn't Toy Story, maybe it was another one. But, like, all of the, like, amateur animators got stuck with the Lion King, and then it ended up being more popular than the one that, like, the head animators did. I think it was, because... Toy Story, if I'm not mistaken, came out in 1993 or 1994. Yeah. It was, it was so... I was like, wow, that's really interesting that, like, mm-hmm. the the movie that they thought yeah, was going to yeah. be a bust ended up being, like, such the a classic. Biggest, yeah. 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 Cool. I remember Toy Story was my favorite. I mean, it came out way before I was born, but, like, my mom... Way before. Way before, before I was born. It's my, a classic. My mom, mom would, my mom would always put it on and... I mean, Toy Story was a good movie. movie. Yeah. It still is. I mean, I find it really interesting talking not only about fashion but just like the resurgence of the 90s like it's so frustrating for me to see like all of these remakes of like aladdin mm-hmm. of uh, like lion king because i mean they're not bad but it's just like feels weird going to the movie yeah. theater and ha- having the entire theaters packed with like movies that i'd already seen yeah. aladdin was bad i but... didn't even bother <laughs> watching them yeah I, I watched uh i forgot beating the some one of those and i just it didn't feel the same it doesn't so i was like i'm just gonna stick to the like the memories I mean, that i have of like the yeah. cartoon versions and like as far i don't as really want to bother beauty and the beast goes i think one. they did it well because they it was based more on yeah, yeah on the musical um aladdin i thought was awful um i will admit the one that i'm actually really curious to go watch is mulan and I think that's only because yes. of the fact that it's they're doing they're not doing a musical mm-hmm. and they're going more on action. And I think that's yeah. an interesting take off of it. Yeah, well, yeah. And when, see, not, so like so when they do it that way, like that one interested yeah. me. But yeah. when it's just trying to remake almost the exact same movie but with like CGI. Yeah. Like that well, like, doesn't interest me. The that reason much. they're redoing Mulan sort of in that way is because whenever they did the cartoon, they did the musical. It was uh, received very poorly in China. Mm. Very poorly. Because it was not, like, it w- It didn't really... Felt more like a caricature? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't really uh, fit the culture. Mm-hmm. So the 
Mulan that they're planning on doing is going to be more culturally accurate to the time Chinese. Yeah. Um, which I think I think it's I think it's a smart choice. I think it's gonna be pretty fresh. I think a lot of people will go into it expecting or hoping for the more like original Mulan and not get it and be upset. So mm-hmm. I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if it got bad reviews. I wouldn't be surprised if it got bad reviews either, but I personally like I think that it's a fresh take on something rather than what Cynthia was saying, yeah. like just regurgitated like nineties Yeah, yeah. Nostalgia. Tr- like, yeah, again, trying to be Then again, that's why I wanna see Lion King. I was like looking <laughs> at the reviews and it's like if you've seen the original, it's the same. Don't expect anything different. It's not it's not like new or fresh or anything. I'm just like I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't need new or fresh. They tried to do that with Aladdin. Yeah. And it was obnoxious. That's fair. Yeah. Um, it just looked obnoxious. Even uh, well, trailers. it's like they they changed a lot of the character motivations. <clears throat> and for me, Jasmine, I, she's fine. I, did, I had a little bit of problem with her songs. Really? Just because I didn't, they didn't fit this tone. Like Did they, they give her new music or Yeah, they gave her they gave her they gave her new music. Or I guess maybe it's music from the Broadway show. But it just doesn't like the sound of it. It doesn't fit the tone yeah. um of the overall musical. So I was like, eh, it doesn't really fit. And then Jafar is just a puss. <laughs> like I hate to say that. But Jafar is like so underwhelming as a villain. Yeah. And they changed his motivation. They changed, like, sort of his origin. Or they, like, tried to give him an origin. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't give a shit where he came from. Make him a I baddie. Want him, yeah. I want him to turn into a giant <laughs> fucking snake. If he doesn't turn into a giant snake, no, bye. Um, so, like, I was underwhelmed. But with Lion King, I don't want it to be different. Yeah. Like, it should just stay what it is. I, I want it to be... A beautiful CGI version of Lion King. I want these animals to look real. I get that, but like for me personally, I went in and I saw, um, what was it called? The one with Mowgli and, uh... Oh, Jungle Book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say The Book of Life. I was like, that is not the name of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I went to go see The Jungle Book. That's just kind of (laughs) racist. I went to go see The Jungle Book in the movie theaters, and it's basically that, like, just... The same thing, but, like, with beautiful CGI animals. And it was nice. They did also change the storyline, if I remember correctly, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They, yeah, they like, did. just the tiniest bit. But it was essentially that idea of, like, all the animals are talking. And it was weird at first to, like, see all the animals talking. Like, I honestly loved it. Really? Like, especially ScarJo. Okay. Like, her as Ka. Mm-hmm. And just being, like, super slimy and mm-hmm. creepy and s- somewhat smooth soothing um like that is very much ka like mm-hmm. that is i liked i sort of liked that play on it i thought it was very enjoyable mm. you'll have to go give lion king a chance i don't know i i definitely i i when i go to the movie theaters i prefer to watch something that like is new like a new story or something yeah. like that yeah i mean that's fair and i think a lot of times with like the live action movies where the lead characters are animals mm-hmm. you are sort of spiraling the uncanny valley where it's like you know animals don't talk yeah and they don't move their mm-hmm. mouths like that so it's like 
it is always a little bit unsettling. Mm-hmm. I think that's what got me. Yeah. yeah. Just like seeing like the mouth movements that I didn't expect. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's also really interesting just seeing I think the people that are most into like the resurgence of the nineties are a lot of people that never lived in the nineties. Yeah. Which is also really interesting <laughs> for me as well. Like seeing like I am a lot older than my peers and, and the people that I'm taking classes with right now. And like all of them love wearing like uh, the spaghetti strap tank tops, slap like, bracelets, bu- slap like tank, like bucket <laughs> hats, bucket hats, and like clunky shoes. And those are things that like were super popular back then. Yeah. And me as an adult, like I don't want to dress that way. Like you yeah. said, like I I don't see myself going into stores and buying those trends. Yeah. But like I see a lot of people younger than you and I who love that. That's like all those like overcolored polo shirts. Mm-hmm. Where where the colors clash. Yeah. And they're meant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I remember I had a shirt where it was, like, cut into four co- quadrants and each one was a different color. It was, like, blue, red, green, yellow. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely over-the-top colorful. Yeah. I would not be caught dead wearing that today. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, like, there's just a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, high-waisted pants mm-hmm. over over like normal pants tucked in colorful shirts or crop tops or things like that it's the bucket hats every time i see someone wearing a bucket hat i'm just like i hate it yeah but i think it's also weird how like for example the 80s have a very specific look the 70s have a very specific look the 90s have a very specific look the 2000s have a very specific look and i don't feel like the two like right now the decade that we're about to finish 2010 has that kind of like specific look. specific yeah. look i feel like yeah because i was thinking because i do like to dress in 90s fashion maybe, yeah but i'll find it like i'll try it again like thrift store or something i'm not gonna go to urban outfit of course and go out of my way to try and, and buy that stuff but like i was thinking like oh i kind of wish my mom had some of her old clothes when she was my age so i could wear it like mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool if like your your parents passed down like their fashion and what they wore but then I was thinking, like, if I were to ever decide to have a kid, what, like, style would I give them? Yeah. Like, I like I don't know what I would give them that is, like, oh, this Quintessential. is... Quintessential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, like, oh, my mom gave me this. Like, it's from the 2010s. Like, what gives off the 2010 vibe? Or, I like, mean, that's very much, like, addressing your kid vintage. Right, it but, is, but, but what is the vintage of today? Like, for example, if, if our parents who grew up in the 70s, like my mom, I see the photos, albums that she has yeah. from when she got married, and like her style, she has like long, long hair, she's wearing the bell-bottom jeans, mm-hmm. like that is so 70s, like I don't think that, like, what is, so, what is something that yeah. we, like if our kids were to look back at like us in 2010, like. Yeah. Would we be wearing quintessential 2010 stylage? You know what I, I mean? I feel like it'd be very... Lots of V-necks. <laughs> lots of V-necks. <laughs> jeans. Um, I like just jeans and yoga, yoga pants. Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not wise. Oh, no. Crocs. Oh. Oh, no. They do have Crocs. The only thing that I can think of would be, like, the Instagram baddie style. But, like, mm. that is so... To me, so tacky. Yeah. Very, like, basic bitch, sort of, <laughs> dressing all your kids like basic bitches. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like 
uh, like looking at my nieces, mm-hmm. it's all very heavily branded. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah, that's true. It's for them. It's all very Disney princess. Um, mm-hmm. literally, I don't think there's a piece of clothing that they have that does not have a Disney princess on it. Or some sort of Disney character or Paw Patrol or Mm -hmm. something related to TV. And I'm like thinking back to the 90s and you'd you'd get some Mickey Mouse shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to bring up Mickey Mouse and like, yeah. But as far as to the extent that it is nowadays. Yeah. I don't think it was Like graphic tees and things of that nature with like actual graphic like. The, the animations and all that, like yeah, the, yeah, the character. I that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I definitely remember being obsessed with Winnie the Pooh, and I would mm-hmm. have Winnie the Pooh socks, and I think I also had like one or two Winnie the Pooh T shirts. Mm-hmm. But like, I agree with you. I, I didn't. My parents didn't buy me a bunch of like but branded even, stuff. Even then, like, because I had a lot of Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, like that kind of stuff. But it never had the words Disney on it. Like, it was just the character being, like, cute. The character. But, yeah. like, here, it's, like, it has the logo of the show, and it has, like... Yeah. Like, that's the prominent thing, not just the character, if that makes sense. Well, I I just feel like maybe as far as things are being produced, things like that, there's much more of an emphasis these days on making money from merchandise. That's yeah. so true. And so... A lot of kids' clothing mm-hmm. is re- basically merchandise. It's it's yeah. basically like someone sat down in a business meeting and was like, "We can maximize profits if- by putting crap on shirts." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was very much business minded mm-hmm. decisions. Yeah, versus like, well, whenever I was a kid, I there was really not a lot that I wore that was branded in that way it was all very colorful but but there was no like there was it wasn't logo or brand on it yeah that's that's actually really interesting because like a lot of instagram celebrities and people that post on instagram constantly when you see their stylish choices a lot of it is like gucci slides that have the gucci logo on them or (laughs) any so like it's I, like going to American Eagle and buying a shirt that says American Eagle. I know. I don't yeah, want yeah. that. I just want a shirt. Yeah. I, I, don't, hate, I don't want to be like, the advertisement. One fashion thing that I absolutely hate is words on t-shirts. Yes. Like words on anything. Like yes. why do you have words on your? Yeah. Like I don't want to read. Yeah. Like, that's not the point of my fashion. Like <laughs> Chan- I think like, it was Chanel just came out. I think it was their summer collection. And it was literally a bathing suit that read Chanel in giant letters across the bathing uh, suit. It's like. <laughs> what was it? There was this thing. It was like polo. Yeah. Or something. It, kept like, it kept getting bigger and bigger. And there was like half the yeah. shirt. But it's exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like having the brand actually on yeah. it. It's it's like saying, oh, I can afford this. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't at mind the same having time. Like a little tiny logo yeah. on like the sleeve or like the little yeah. pocket or whatever. I mean, that's fine. When it's like a huge thing, oh, it's just too much. It's but it's like. I don't. I don't want to pay to be an advertisement. Yeah, because that's exactly what it is, and it's a brilliant advertisement scheme. Yeah, of saying, "Oh, let's put our logo and our words front and foremost on everything we sell." Yeah. So that way, whenever someone buys it, they know that one, they're wearing it because oh, it makes them feel important, makes them feel rich. 
And everybody else sees it and they're like, oh, they're important. They're rich. I want to have that. Yeah. And that just never, I guess, I never really vibed with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At all. Anyways. <laughs> oh, we just flew through, like, 90s fashion and all that stuff. Um, Just fashion in general. Fashion through the decades. Yeah. yeah. What would you say do you miss most from the 90s? Like, if you could bring it to today, what what would you bring? I think there was something that changed in and i mean this is i think everybody will agree with me just like in any conversation that when you were in the 90s and you were texting someone on your shitty cell phone or you were calling a friend or you know you were on aol like there was just like a different type of connection that was made possible through all of that shitty technology that i think is so much harder to try and achieve nowadays i feel like there was a lot more of you'd You'd send, like, a message or something and say, hey, what are you doing? Hey, let's hang out. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a, oh, chit-chatting, blah, blah, blah. Like, it wasn't solely based on the conversation. It was sort of contacting someone to have an... Make an an encounter type. Yeah. 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 I think also, like, I know for myself, I'll text and I'll use applications like Skype or, like, WhatsApp or GroupMe. But personally, whenever I'm calling my friends, I'll always call them. Mm. Like, I don't enjoy having long-winded conversations over text because I just feel like so much is lost in, like, that that text speech. And I just rather – I, like, personally, I grew up calling people and I prefer to call people as well when I'm having, like, conversations with people. So I think that's one thing that I wish was more common because I feel like now in situations, it's if you're you're not going to – if you need to talk to me, like, text me. Like, I'm not yeah. going to answer your phone call. It's like, well, why won't you answer my phone call? <laughs> What's so uh, bad about that? Yeah. <laughs> I am granted, I do not answer the phone, but most of the times, like, I, I'll answer the phone if someone's, I know. Yeah, no, I, I get but, that. Like, it's like a random number. People will call you and then not leave a message. Yeah. And this happens with people I know, too. They'll call me and then not leave a message. I'm like, why did you call? Did you need something? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you alive? Things like that. And they're like, oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, oh, I wanted to ask you something, but never mind. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I agree. Like, that's, I think the one thing that I miss the most about the 90s is this, what you were saying about having your phone or your pager or whatever being more of like in a situation to enable hanging out. More so than just having conversations and being on Instagram constantly. Yeah. Because I get really frustrated when I go out to hang out with people and then I look over and they're on Snapchat or they're on Instagram. Yeah. It's like, well, I want to hang out with you. Not like, your social yeah. media. Not your social. Like, I'm not here for social media. I'm here to hang out with you as a yeah. person. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I really loved about the 90s was that that wasn't something that, like, you'd constantly mm-hmm. see. And, I mean, I'm to blame, too. Like, I'm... I feel like I also feed into that. Yeah. I have like a I mean, similar like answer to that. Does. Like in my child, also like childhood, because mine's early two thousands where I was actually hanging out with people. You're not a millennial. Not. I don't know. You're Gen Z. We're both yeah. Gen Z. I you are prime Gen Z, and if I remember correctly, I'm on the cusp. Of yeah, cusp millennial like, Gen Z. Yeah. So depending like on the, if so, some accounts say Gen or millennial ends in nineteen ninety nine. 
I think it ends in 1995. Yeah, so exactly, depending so on where yeah. depending on where you do that cut, yeah. I'm either one or the other. Yeah. But but yeah, so what I remember is like with my more my cousins, like my cousins cuz they live like right down the street so we would always hang out. But like we would always be like on our scooters. And yeah. We had bikes and we would be on our bikes and we'd be outside and we had like the ch- big chunky chalk and we would like draw on our driveway. Like I miss that. So if I could have that, but now, like, with my friends, mm-hmm. it was just like, hey, let's come and, like, just ride our scooters up and down the, the road. Oh, I was full on that type of kid who would, I had a lot of kids on the street that I lived with. Yeah. That I was I actually, mean, like, I enjoyed hanging out with them. Kids in my street. Really? Sucked. Yeah. It was a lot of, like, older people. I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of people, kids my, my age. Friends, yeah. I didn't have a lot of kids in my neighborhood, because... It just so happened that we moved into a neighborhood right as I was growing, so there weren't that many people to begin with. Mm -hmm. But even so, I don't know how. My brother and I managed to make a connection with, like, the kids that lived on the other street, and we'd go to their house and play GameCube or, like, play, like, video games. Cube. Yeah, like we yeah. we play like we would go out and but we still try and make connections with yeah. other kids and play yeah, outside yeah. and ride our bikes. Well, it's like I I remember full on and I always see the memes about it today and I always laugh a little bit. But it's like um, it's like this meme of like this giant monster and this guy holding a sword, <laughs> um, and he's like attacking the monster and it said <laughs> it said on it my neighbor's dog, and then. For, like, the monster, and then for the person, it's, like, me, and for the sword, it says this stick that I found on the ground. <laughs> and it was, it was always like that, where it's, like, you'd go outside, you'd find a long stick, and pretend it's a sword, or yeah. something like that, and just imagine. Yeah. And there was a lot more, uh, sort of imaginative play that was happening back then that, honestly, I just don't see now. I see it sometimes in my niece. Yeah. And which I'm I'm very happy about. She talks to herself a lot whenever she's playing, which I see as like something really like important. Child development wise. Yeah. yeah. I feel I feel like that's really important for her to have sort of that imaginative play where she's, mm-hmm. you know, thinking while she's playing. Um but I feel like some I feel like that's not really pushed. Yeah. Like not necessarily kids need to do that by themselves, but like I think a lot of times parents these days will see their kid talking to themselves, playing by themselves, sort of having imaginative play and like sort of intervene, mm-hmm. thinking it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It's interesting because I, I think the, I've got to give you another answer to your question. If I had to bring anything back from the 90s that I just loved, the thing that my brother and I played the most with wasn't even like a pre created Lego kit. My parents literally just bought like one of those. 500 giant bins pack of Legos with all the different colors, all of the different shapes. And we would just sit down and we'd create cities and yeah, we'd create cities and we'd create a bunch of stuff. We make little cars because we had maybe like a 12 pack of wheels. Yeah. Okay. For listeners. Yeah. I mean, that was like the shit. My boyfriend got me this. I love, I used to love playing with Legos. They were just my favorite thing in my my brother and I would play constantly. Oh, no, me too. Yeah, and, like, I feel like that's something that a lot of kids probably don't have the joy. Like, if you buy a Lego kit, it comes pre, like, 
created yeah. with all the pieces you need. Oh, yeah. But there's, I think there's something different with, like, not having a set of instructions mm-hmm. and just, like, going with it. There's yeah. definitely always a lot that's already done. I, like, I remember, I feel like everybody sort of built Legos differently. For me, I was always, like, I'd build whatever, mm-hmm. whatever was on the kit first. And then from there, I'd, like, take it apart after I built it. Like, had fun with it for ten minutes, take mm-hmm. it apart. And then make something completely I'll different. It. I'll grab it. Oh, this is cool. This is you? Yeah. That's nice. A little I'd spaceship. O- I'd always make spaceships. And I feel like I always had an interesting sense of scale mm-hmm. whenever I was a kid. So it's like, you know, they'd always have Star Wars, Star Wars Legos where it's like they could fit a little guy inside it and all that stuff. For me, scale was to the point where... It was so big, you couldn't see people. Mm-hmm. So it's like all the people that you could possibly imagine were inside of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's different from a lot of a lot of people who would build Legos. No, uh, yeah. At least scale at that, that time. Yeah, they'd, they'd build like, oh, it's the Death Star with like, I don't know, people walking around on the inside. Yeah. For me, it was like, oh, it's so huge that, like, there's there's nothing you can actually see. There's no, like, discernible people. The other thing that I notice a lot, because um, technically millennials, like, the average millennial already has a kid, if I remember correctly, reading the statistics. Um, I go to a lot of board game shops. There's one here in the city. Mm-hmm. And I always find it so interesting seeing millennials, like, as a friend group, playing board games with like their friends mm-hmm. and then their toddler in the booster seat or in the stroller with a phone and oh, i find that yeah, yeah <laughs> i found that so fucking weird to look over at the table next to me and literally see the child with a pair of headphones and a phone watching cartoons while the family like the parent the mom and the dad it's are playing board, board games, games. Oh, it was a group. So weird. Yeah, I, it, it terrified the fuck out of me. I feel like I see that all the time. Um, <laughs> there's this there's this meme on Facebook where it was like uh, this dad taking a picture with Woody and Buzz at at Disney World with his kid. Mm-hmm. But then the it shows the picture and it's only a picture of him with Woody and Buzz because <laughs> the kids too short. And he was like, "This isn't your childhood. This is mine." Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of times this idea that it's like, oh, they're too young for this, too young for that. Which, I mean, granted, my niece is a cheater at board games. <laughs> She's absolutely the worst cheater I have ever played with in my life. She's like, oh, I won. And I'm like, how? You didn't do anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? Play the game. Play it right. Um, but I think, I don't know, I think it's important. That, oh, I totally that agree. They like sort of interact, and I think having those sort of interactions is super important. Well, I feel like kids like these days. Well, I feel like kids mm-hmm. these days like they don't play with Legos; they play on their phones. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, there's no playing anymore. That was that is definitely the thing. Or that just I like watching. Like, I find it like I look at my smaller, like younger cousin. Um, and all they do is, like, watch. Yeah. yeah. Like, There's a lot of scary shit on YouTube. There yeah, is. Like, 
I don't know. Like, I'm kind of concerned. Like, I want to tell them, like, don't watch that. But, I mean, I'm, they're not my kids. Oh, I, if my niece was watching something I knew she shouldn't, I'd full on be like, hey, are you supposed to be watching that? No? Okay, then stop. I'm, I mean, I haven't seen them watch anything like like those stories that you hear of, like, super inappropriate things. Well, that's the thing. But You don't necessarily know yeah. about it until it, it happens across right. their channel or their they happen across that stream, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of, like, sort of super sort of sinister stuff, especially on those kids' channels where it's like it'll post like your kid will be watching something that's you know appropriate age appropriate but But they're like hidden in there yeah yeah they are there will be something that's sort of uh i guess suggested Mm -hmm. that's absolutely not appropriate and very kind of scary and the comments on those things too i was watching uh uh channel about it the comments on those things are grotesque. They're disgusting. And they're all very sort of predatory. Yeah. They're really gross. I wonder so, how this sounds on the microphone. Like, I, I feel know, like yeah. we've gone full ASMR. I feel like whenever I play with Legos, my sort of neuroticism shows up. Really? I'm very much like, everything has to be symmetrical. Unlike really? Cynthia. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? I think that's beautiful. We should take a photo of these and post yeah. them on the Instagram as well. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. See, I'm, like I'm, I'm going... I'm creating spaces. No, but like, Do you look, see that? The connection very, between them and them. It's all very... Sim- I feel like... Bro, <laughs> get out of here with your architecture self. <laughs> We're all so different. It's funny. I didn't even see it. Like, I haven't looked over it. I'm going more for, like, a landscape with a castle. Because I, I, that was oh, the thing. Nice. Like, if I'm going back to my roots, that was the thing that I, my that brother, my most. brother would do spaceships and cars, and I, I would always spaceships. do castles Aww. and, like, I don't princess do cars. houses. I just do spaceships. I think I like sort of this idea of being able to travel light speed. You know, do... To a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yes. I, I am a nerd. I accept that. <laughs> um, I I live to be a nerd. I feel like there's no better way to live. You should. It's fun. It is fun. I don't like people that are super uptight about like no, showing what like, they actually like. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you like it, it's fine. Oh yeah, like, totally. Own it. Well, it's like be yourself. Jeez. Yeah. I feel like so so many people are so caught up in this idea of fitting in. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of like it's boring. Who are you trying to impress, because yeah. at the end of the day, like all the people you're trying to impress are so inconsequential that it's like, why? Right. Why does it matter? In the same vein, I think that I don't know. I think that's just like going back to social media and stuff. I think that's just the pure height of FOMO. Like, you want to constantly be impressing people and constantly mm-hmm. want to be, like, involved. You know, other... that, that saying, FOMO, I only ever heard it in the, the trip to Morocco that I took. Like, one girl said it, and I was like, what? What does that even mean? Like, I'll is, be honest, like, I don't know what FOMO is. FOMO is an acronym that stands for Fear of Missing Out. Yeah. I actually have felt that recently. Really? I do, uh, LGBT, dodgeball, and kickball, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the members of my team have sort of, uh, I guess, um, just stopped including me. FOMO, we're giving you FOMO. What the fuck is that? (laughs) 
What? Why does it have eyes? Because it's a person. I don't like it. Do you? Do have you ever? I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Have you ever seen the um, Love, Death, and Robots? Yes. That reminds me of like the kind of shit that popped out of the spaceship that was gonna like eat the guy. I don't think it was gonna eat the guy. I don't know. I thought it was just gonna chill with him because it wanted <laughs> it's it, like friend. it like wanted him as a friend. It looks like an alien, is what I'm saying. Like but, some weird crazy species. Yeah. No, that's cool just logo. racist. Logo. Um, Lego set. No, but like, uh, so I like wanted to hang out with these guys, you know, camaraderie, teammates, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And it's like whenever we change, so we were doing dodgeball, then we did kickball, and now we're back to dodgeball. Mm-hmm. And whenever we changed to kickball, it's just like, they sort of alienated me. Oh. Aww. Um, And I think... Some of it's because I I work, you know. I I would work on it's Sundays. Just like your schedule. Well, it's like they would all go to brunch on Sundays, and I work, so it's like mm. I'm not gonna go to brunch on Sundays. Um, yeah. but I wanted to. Yeah, you know, I wanted to be involved, and they just kind of alienated me, and now they just don't invite me to anything. It's like one of those things where it's like How people rude. people are like. Uh, Oh, well, you never come to anything anyways, so why would we invite you? It's because, I mean, things change, so I feel like if y'all had invited me, then I would come to things. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I don't know if that's really, like, FOMO or anything. I think it counts as FOMO, yeah, if you're asking me. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. And that's probably true, but I don't know. I feel like it's not, like, bad FOMO. It's like... You were just being a jerk FOMO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I hate to say it, y'all are just not including me. And it happened before. So it's like, whenever Easter came around, they had bunnies on the bayou. Yeah. I, I So I know um, some of my friends work at Planned Parenthood, and they were at that event, like, running it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's a super big event. And uh, some of my teammates were talking about uh, like all meeting up beforehand and going, and I was like, "Oh, so what's the plan?" And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go to someone's. We're gonna meet at our house, and then we're gonna do brunch, and then we're gonna go." And I'm like, "Okay, so what time?" And it's straight up like, "Oh, sorry, we have too many people at the house, so <gasps> you can't come." And wow. I was like, "Um, okay, cool, bye." Yeah. And it's like I feel like sometimes there's sort of this uh. I guess apathy or I don't even know if it counts as apathy they just don't realize sort of how they affect the weight of their voice the weight of what they say and so it's like yeah it was hard because it was like okay fine bye I mean that's understandable I think everyone has been in that point at some point or another like of just Seeing other things that people do in their lives and wondering, like, why am I not there? Or, like, why am I not being included? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, the one thing that I always tell myself is, like, the thing that you're seeing is somebody else's highlight reel. Yeah. Like, I know that got said a lot, but it's true. Like, we're not be involved in all of their things. Like, maybe they're having a tough time, too. Like, maybe... I mean, right. I think the reason it hurt me the most 
I love how we like majorly changed topics. We did. We uh, started off with what? <laughs> technically, we started off with fashion, I think. Yeah. And then we went away, and then we came back to fashion, and now we're at this. And I think the reason it hurt me the most was because it was a situation where I felt like I should be included. Oh, okay. I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. Like, it wasn't like, uh, oh, I'm seeing people enjoy themselves, mm-hmm. and they're sort of, like, they were separate from me to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think the reason it's hard is because they weren't separate from me to begin with. We were all on a team together, and now they're separate from me. Yeah. I think that's where the sort of discomfort for me personally comes from. Mm-hmm. We're definitely posting pictures of these. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to describe mine. So, like I was telling Cynthia earlier, when I used to play with Legos, I always did castles. That was my favorite thing to do. And then I'd bring in, like, my little miniature dolls and I'd play inside the castles. So I've made a mini entrance to a castle with two gardens in the front and then a stair that leads you up. Gardens. Gardens are nice. Yeah, so that is what I have going for me. I don't know if Cynthia wants to try and describe hers. I don't know if I can. (laughs) Whenever I play with, like, I I don't know why I'm trying to say logos because I mentioned logos earlier. Um, I never, like, did anything like castles or spaceships. I just did blobs of mess, <laughs> which is what I made again. Just, it's you. It's me. A blob of mess. It really is. <laughs> it's not, I haven't heard a better way to describe myself. <laughs> but I put little eyes, so then it kind of looks like a weird, like, mushy alien. But it kind of looks like a really cool building. It does. You were born to be an architect. Wow. Mine's a spaceship. <laughs> it's a nice spaceship. That is. A, I love the colors. Yeah, the colors actually work really well. I feel like I don't really pay attention to the colors. I just want them all to match each other. I want it to be. I want it to be symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird but you were sort of symmetrical in colors too. Like if you look over here, like these are both green. I, no, no. I'm saying I want it to be symmetrical, so the colors have to. be Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. But as saying. far as like. The, where the colors are or anything like How that. I go. don't really think about it. Um, so yeah. I think we had a fairly good conversation. Yeah, yeah I agree. We will post pictures of our creations for on, on the Instagram. You'll see them at the MFA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Museum of Fine Arts Houston. They'll, they'll be there, okay? Uh, it's a $20 entry because it's a uh, special um, exhibition. Exhibition. Yes. Of just us three. <laughs> of just us. Don't you know we're famous? Where have you been? Oh, Jesus. yeah. Well, no, we should have an exhibition in the... What, what was it? Netherlands? The Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah. We could have an exhibition in the Netherlands. Oh. I could be famous, okay? I didn't say you couldn't. Can you stop yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> I thank y'all for joining us for episode 23. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Maria. Maria. That's the other thing. I constantly get sung at. Like, it's not even even getting catcalled. It's just people be like, oh, your name's Maria? You know, like the Santana song. Or, oh, you know, like West Side Story. Or, you know, like, there's so... (laughs) It just goes on and on. So, yeah. So funny. But thank you so much for having me as well. I really appreciate it. I don't have anything special with my name. Oh. (laughs) Zach. Zach attack. That's like the only thing. That's literally the only thing. 
But yes, thank you for joining us. We enjoyed your company. Yes, and your embarrassing story. Yes, your embarrassing story. That was it was one of the best it was one of the best we've had thank you i appreciate it um all right so if y'all have any questions comments concerns or theme ideas make sure you shoot them our way to our email that's the sound of you shooting that's the new sound of you've got mail it's not you've got mail anymore it's pew 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 um Make sure you shoot them to our email at blunsaid.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on our Instagram, mm-hmm. which is bl underscore unsaid. Yay! Uh, we are currently on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Yeah, we um, are. I think we're on some other things, too, but I don't wow. think that's our fault. Okay. I think it just naturally does that. Cool. Maybe? I don't know. I don't but, know. If you want to like us and review us and give us good five-star <laughs> reviews, um, do that on iTunes, or uh, you can also review us on Podbean. You can't review us on Spotify, so if you really want to, hey, look, there's iTunes over there. If you want to give us one star, make sure you hand-draw it and shoot it to us in an email. Okay, we expect it colored. Yes, send it to us via pigeon. Okay. We expect it colored. The, yeah. the ocean. <laughs> yeah. We expect it that shaded um, correctly. Okay, we will critique these. Um, so just make sure if you hate us, send us one star via pigeon or email or, um, you know, a uh, bottle in the ocean. <laughs> so thank y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.